I'm Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers, and this is Under the Influencer. A show where we sit down for a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. And today, we have the wonderful ladies of St. Pete Girl Boss, an amazing group locally. So I have Kimberly and Sandy here today. Thanks for joining us. Excited to be here. I immediately thought of you guys for a guest just because you are influential in the community. What you've built with St. Pete Girl Boss is so impressive and so cool. So why don't you just start by telling us about the group and, and who it's made of? It's made of a lot of people, right? So, and I, we can speak to it from different, I would love for you to start with this, Kimberly, actually, because you got to kind of step in and saw it from a different perspective than I probably do. So I would love for you to tell the, tell the people. That's a good angle. Um, I definitely did. So the group was started over a year ago in January and I was invited by a friend to the Facebook group. And like a lot of people, I was like, "Mm, another Facebook group. (laughs) 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 And also like, even though I own a business and networking is important, I don't really like to network either. So I was like, this is probably terrible for me. (laughs) I'm just going to linger in the background for a while. Um, So I just like low key stalked them and like was mildly engaged in the Facebook group periodically. But eventually I got like this massive FOMO because they were doing all these events. They were doing like they had a head that the headshot event was the one that like really pulled me in because it just looked so fun. And like there were people that I knew that were there and they just genuinely looked like they were so happy. They had such this, like this crazy connection. And like, it just looked like a place that you wanted to be in that room. So I was like, okay, I've got to change. Like at that point, I think they only had, they met in person every Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So like, like every other person who used to have crazy anxiety, I like DM my friend, like, what does this actually look like? Like, I need to know what I'm walking what are into. doing in there? Yeah, like, where do you park? <laughs> like, how early do you get there? Are there snacks? Like the, you know, like the regular yeah. questions. And, um. And I showed up and if you've ever gotten to like a conference or a convention and you like just get so fired up and then you walk away and you just feel like you can like conquer the world. And it was like that, but in like an hour meeting, like everybody was so nice and kind and like, I mean, you know, like walking into a room of women is kind of intimidating. Like, are they going to like me? (laughs) What should I wear? I'm kind of weird. Is that okay? And it was like open arms, like, come on in. Welcome. Um, So... My friend said, my advice to you is go to as many things as you can, like show up to as many things as you can, to the coffees, to the events, like that is the secret sauce. Like, and like she will also say, um, I kind of took that a little bit too literally (laughs) (laughs) because then I, I became one of the um, the leaders of the group within probably two months of showing up like that, but it's changed my life. Your timing was impeccable too, <laughs> because it was it was she was exactly like you know those those synchronicities where the exact person that you put out into the universe like boop shows up and you're like oh oh well, there you are thank there you so much you are. yeah it was really incredible so I I was a public school teacher for a long time and when I moved here in 2019 it was mid school year I was like well I'm not gonna substitute teach in Florida. That's a terrible idea. So <laughs> I started doing just marketing and events because I happen to have just a, a 
a propensity for meeting people and setting stuff up and everything. So I had specific clients in the, in uh, downtown and did a lot of things in St. Pete and started building a network that way. And when the COVID hit, everybody stopped outsourcing any kind of, nobody had the budget for it, marketing. So I did what everybody else did and hung out at home with my kids. And then when it came back around, people started going back to work. I thought, well, I probably need some stability. I'll teach again for a year. And then that was so different than what I was used to up north. So different. Um, Because I've got 20 years of experience and lots of degrees and have run national programs. And it just didn't have the same flexibility feeling compensation Mm -hmm. as it is where I'm from. So where, where where did you move from? From the Cleveland area in Ohio. Oh, okay. okay. And I taught in a district called Mayfield, which was very, um, it's well-funded. It has a strong union. I was the head of gifted programming. I ran the science Olympiad and the student council and was essentially like, I was there for so long. They're like, whatever being idea. Great. Here's, (laughs) so it was really different than here's a script and here's $40,000 and that's all you get. Like, yeah. And it was self-contained. So, and it was tough because the kids had to wear masks and stuff. So after a year, I just really noticed the need for the type of gifted and twice exceptional programming that existed up north that just didn't exist here. So I was like, well, I'll start a business. It can't be that hard. (laughs) Okay. Spoiler alert, it's it's real hard. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was tricky. And I found that although the foundation of my idea was great, I didn't have any idea how to business. Like, how does one business? Oh my gosh, we, this sounds like us with this podcast because we're like, we're like, wait, mm. we need it. We need an email. Do we need an email? <laughs> how do we like, do that? Oh God, we need all of these things. How long can we survive on Instagram DMs? <laughs> exactly. You can survive there forever. Surprisingly so. You do not. Me an LLC, a website, or business cards. No. Do business. No, and everybody thinks those are the first thing. Yeah. They're literally the last. You need an idea of how to business. I need somebody to. See, I need to be able to see that they have seen it. Exactly. That's what I, I just need those words seen. seen. You were in. My, Unless they don't respond, and then it's just anxiety provoking. Like, 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 oh they god, they, they hate me. That was like the best of the bay thing. We got nominated, and I'm like. Listen, I don't care if you listen to the show. Please vote for me. I want to win a popularity contest. That's all that matters to me right now. I want to get invited to a party with past appetizers. external validation is what I need. Okay, this is this is my wounding showing up, and I'm fine with it. Vote for me. I was runner-up, actually, last year in Best Network. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. So it was wild, but I'm like, what do I do? So I started that in July of 2021. That business was called the Bean Center for Gifted Enrichment Support, and it did moderately well, but I knew that I didn't know what I was doing. And I missed having a work family, like working in schools and, mm. and doing mm-hmm. events and marketing. I was used to having people around and there's like no one bringing Friday donuts when it's only you. And that's not, yeah. like, you have to go get them. You want to get the tea from, exactly. from Darla down the hall. Like you, there's none of that. Water cooler chats are not the same when you're the only one there. And so I thought, well, you know what, maybe I'll start a networking group. And I shut myself down immediately. Like was like, who am I to do that? Like, I don't know anything about this. People are going to show up at networking groups and they're going to want like to know the things that I don't know. And then I thought, but I can learn from these people. So as long as I go in there, you know, with an open heart and humbly and just try to figure out who I'm trying to connect with, I'll give it a go. So that kind of tossed around towards the the end of the year. I ended up getting some big clients and it just 
I just couldn't ignore it, right? Mm -hmm. So then January rolls around and I just woke up early one morning and was like, okay, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna start the group, it's fine. I invited like four people or five people I knew that had businesses and texted them like, hey, you know, figure we could get together. Can you hit accept? I'm <laughs> gonna send you all. <laughs> Back to that external validation thing we were just talking about. Yeah, there. So, you know, and, and it surprised me because we were at a couple hundred like within a day or two. And I remember the first person I didn't know that joined the group was Lynn. Gilliland. And I was like, I don't know that person. This is so exciting. Um, and within a couple, but two weeks later, I met with um, my friend Jen, who was in the leadership, but has gone in a different direction. But she's like, you could meet at my coffee shop if you want and like have a book club or something. And our first meeting, I think was 10 people. And, you know, we had an event a few weeks later and there were 20 and we were just absolutely buzzing because we were at like 300 people like this is so exciting and so it just continued to grow and grow and as part of my wow. education background I have a background in in um, diversity because I went to an urban school and culture setting and that was something that I trained on is setting cultures and making sure that 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 is solidly in place before you try to do anything else and that translates surprisingly well to groups of adults right just leading by example <laughs> imagine that so if you lead out like a hippie that loves everyone you do attract that kind of energy <laughs> it's weird but you do it and so i would say i think by the time you came in kimberly we were at a thousand yeah. and that was may right wow um and so at that and point that's just about a year it no that? that was five months oh, wow gosh. Within wow. five months, we were over a thousand and we, it had become a full-time job for me and for Taylor, who was with us at that point. And we were like, well, if we're going to do this full-time, we probably should make some money with it or we're all going to be evicted. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I think I sent him an email and I think Kimberly was accidentally on it because I didn't know her, but she just was in like the couple people that I grabbed and was the only one at that meeting that knew exactly what we needed. And so we gathered sort of a focus group to how do we do this? How do we monetize? And Kimberly was like, had all these ideas. And then I remember looking at her, I'm like, what do you do? She's like, this is literally what I do. I like create digital <laughs> products and do launches and stuff. And then she generously was like, I'll help you like for free. Like, let's get together and have coffee. And I didn't even know what the hell a launch was until I sat down with her and she was like, here's how it works, fam. And like had spreadsheets and, and email sequences and just taught me. What's the, what's the, the word we love, the one at work, the PNL. Oh, I love that word. <laughs> so, which I always have to ask what it means, and I can't even remember now. Price, profit, and profit loss. And loss. Profits and loss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, neither of which we have. <laughs> exactly. I almost wish that you would have finished that because I wanted to know where you were going. Pricing and yes, the PML. Parks and it. landscape training. I think we need a great. We need the great plants. I know that. Much. Please, please love me. <laughs> yes. Yes. first ideas that was like I'm just honestly curious mm -hmm. like of a way to monetize what was one of the first things because it is it is a weird thing where you've got this group of people and you're like there's got to be something there what was one of the first ideas 
I, I, initially I was resistant to monetizing it honestly because I didn't want it to mess up the culture and I was like yeah. oh my gosh because that's not initially why people came but then obviously you need to be compensated if you're putting your love and time into things so we did a membership but I think the first thing that we monetized was the workshops wasn't I think it? you well, you were doing workshops before the membership became a thing it was kind of like pay what you um, can but it wasn't like it was just fitting hand that culture it wasn't structured mm-hmm. it was like um like just you know, donation Venmo me. Yeah, exactly. Feel yeah. today, like, yeah. <laughs> because I felt bad. I was like, but I don't want to, to. I felt like if people joined and I was like charging for things, it felt it was something I had to unblock because it mm. felt like a bait and switch. It feels weird. Yeah. I mean, I often feel the same way, and I've I'm often told people want to pay you for things that you do well. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, I needed that lesson. <laughs> they also take it more seriously, mm-hmm. right? So, and I think that we've discovered this quite a bit is that when we're giving so much away for free, yeah, like whatever, like they'll take it when they need it. But then when you start to charge and you like, there's value and you're going to like exchange money, exchange, energy exchange, whatever it is, they take it more seriously and get better mm-hmm. results, which then mm. compounds and, and you're going to be able to do cooler things. Exactly. I yeah. mean, plan cooler things if you have that, you know, little bit to get an event space or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. We've done really, really well with just partnerships and, and meeting people and asking and people are so generous. And what I found is that other women that are part of the group love it so much too. They want to prop it up. We've had just just tremendous success in partnerships and it's wonderful. And so the workshops we were kind of doing, but very loosey goosey, like, I guess Venmo me if you had a good time. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so dirty. That'd be cool. (laughs) Honestly, if it was that type of business, I would have made more money. Just leave a little something on the nightstand, all right, you know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The drawer is open if you could just slip a 50 in there. There's a bottle of water by the door. (laughs) (laughs) Call the next person in thank uh, you yeah. <laughs> like a like a brothel for networkers yes um but, that is but, not what we are no, just putting that out there there's not no the right rebrands <laughs> so putting structure on it was essential so people understood what it was, what it was right yeah um and collecting emails and mm. and putting all those pieces into place so um i love the the analogy of building the car as it's driving because that's essentially what we had to do for a while but we hated it yeah it it makes her very uncomfortable but it's a it's a good foil right because we have because you have the alpha and the omega right you need the alpha structure so the omega ideas and things can flow and have a place where they're supported otherwise you're pouring fine wine on the table and sucking it up with a straw (laughs) You you have to have the container right and so that was part of the process of that so we launched our first incarnation of memberships um we've had multiple events since then and the sops and and the pnl and everything has Mm. sort of gotten built as we looked at the processes and went "Mm, that doesn't work. How do we tweak that? How can we make that better? So it's always an ongoing conversation, like looking at it after the fact and going, okay, what can we change about that? And owning whatever, you know, we need Mm -hmm. to own about it and calling in other things that we may need to call in. So that was Kimberly's instrumental piece was like, here's the alpha piece. Y'all are omegaing all over the floor. It's not working. And I own that because I started the group because I was like, business is hard. How do you business? I I just love going back for one second when you were like, you, the first member you didn't know. Yeah. I like ecstatically texted Sam one day when I was bartending and I was like, Sam, somebody, I don't know, and somebody you don't know, <laughs> and that does not follow you on Instagram, knows the podcast and listens to it. And I got so excited. Because I know people, Sam's used to people coming up and be like, hey, I love you on the radio, blah, 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 blah. 
But like now I'm like, wait, people know this to have thing? someone organically find this <laughs> and Somebody... like it. You like it. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Can I share a similar story like that that matches to us? Yeah. So yes. like last year we were in the newspaper and it just so happened that somehow my face was on the front of that. Uh. Right. So I like to go take my laptop and work from like Kava bars and coffee shops. And I was at a Kava bar and these dudes were sitting at this table and they were like turning back. Turning back, I'm looking, I'm like, is there something on my face? (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? And then finally they came over and they're like, hey, like, are you the person from the newspaper? I was like, oh. Like, like, I, yeah. Do you want me to sign it? But they're actually like, they own like a, like a seven bigger company downtown that does something similar to what I do. So like, it was like such a, I was (laughs) like. Yes, I am her. She, she. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's, that's me. Do those things and like sometimes I'm really good at them. I'm like an awkward turtle. Like yeah, I definitely like do the things. I run. I run the things. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. We, we meet places. And- I make the <laughs> alphas. Yeah. <laughs> People call us out all the time. All three of us. Like hey, hey girl boss. Like in Target. Yeah. Like, everywhere we go. Yesterday I was at the grocery store at Publix and I ordered a sub and had to give them my name because I ordered it online and I'm standing at the deli counter like. Hair up, what you know, you've seen the days. The, what did you say, Liza Minnelli hairstyle? Um, <laughs> no, you say Liza Minnelli when you're saying lies. <laughs> like lies? I call it glamorous hobo. <laughs> that was what I was doing. I had like a Devo shirt, like a ripped like side boob. And I'm standing there and the woman next to me like turns and looks at me and she's like, this is going to be awkward, but I just, I know, I know you. I'm in your group and I love you and it's so good. And, and I can't wait to get to meetings. Do you recognize me? Your name is Katie. She's like, I do handmade jewelry. And, you oh know, we started God. talking and she... She has one of the same genetic conditions that Madison, that my daughter has. So we were chatting about that. And she just said, you know, how much she appreciated, even though she hasn't been able to make it in person because her daughter is home in the summer, how she appreciates feeling like she's part of a community. Mm. Um, and that, you know, she just loves the fact that she feels like even if time goes by, she can step up and be there. And we have another member who lost her son wow. a few months ago and messaged me and was like, she's going to come to her first like foray out in public again oh. since her eighth grade son passed away a few oh, months ago. Wow. Oh my and she God. feels like it's a safe place for her to show up. <gasps> so it just goes back to what you said about oh, another networking group, really? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's different than that. Yeah. You know? And we're proud of that. It's more, and I hate that. You, ever, you work in restaurants. You work in restaurants. Yeah. Like, it's like a family. You're like, that means that you're going to like work me to the bone and yes. not really care about me. Like, that's, it's they don't tell you it's like Thanksgiving <laughs> every day. <laughs> but it's like, it's like this, um, this connection and community. And mm-hmm. I have to go back to that word culture mm-hmm. that you set the tone so hard for just being who you are. And just cultivate it. We're like, I feel like once you're in there and you start to go, you just magically find your people, right? Because we're all very different. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like the cynical, like we're like, we're probably like oil and water in so many ways. Um, Cause she just like loves everybody and thinks everybody's so brilliant. And I'm kind of the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, give That's it to me and data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what's your PNL look like? <laughs> but it's good though. Cause you yeah. need all those different personality types. Yeah. If we were exactly Absolutely. the same, the business wouldn't run as well as it does. Um, and neither would the group really because yeah. there are people that just you, you do you just find your energy it's mm-hmm. all welcoming and it's all loving and it all is all family oriented but you know you have your cousin that you'll go in the garage and like smoke with because you <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know her <laughs> I am her <laughs>
What are like some of the and the wide array of types of people in the group? Because, like, I I think we've talked about like entrepreneurs and but but what are some of the other types of people you've seen or like somebody that joined and you were like, oh, that's a new one. Oh boy. Gosh, what do we have? We did have someone join recently that has a bra company. Her name's Danielle. And oh. it's, but it's totally adjustable. So you get a band size that is like four different bands. So you can adjust it if it's uncomfortable. And I was, oh. and, and Nordstrom stocks her products. Like it's a pretty high end product and wow. it's all like manufactured product based, which I always find that fascinating because it's so different from the service industry um, that I'm part of. So I thought that was really neat. We have, we also have a woman that's it's ironically so similar, but so different who does bra patterns. And sells oh. bra making supplies. And she used to have like this totally awesome, like high end lingerie store in California for so many years. She's like well known in like the lingerie sewing industry. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing, it's but a it's a thing. thing. It's like book talk. We should connect them. Wow. Um, I, okay. <laughs> I didn't think about it. I that. would love to talk to her. <laughs> yeah, right? it's so I will. She's yeah. the same age, obviously. We have um, a couple of fashion designers too. On this we team. have fashion designers. We have like actual real life models, which are so intimate because I'm so short and they're so tall and beautiful. Oh, no. <laughs> the one has a Barbie that was made after oh, her. Yes. Oh my gosh, she's incredibly beautiful. Um, and who else? Gosh, there's so many. We, we have, have, a we have lawyers. We have doctors. We have yeah. functional medicine practitioners. We have med spa owners. Basically, if there's a female-owned business in St. Pete, mm. like the blend mm-hmm. is owned by a woman. She's in our group. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Lip Cafe oh, is owned by a woman. She's in our group. She's in our group. She used to be one of our leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, what... Gosh, so many places. So like Green Bench. Well, there is what Miss Red downtown. Oh, I, I the red haired girl. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah. I follow like her. her on Instagram. Ash Couture downtown. Oh my god, Yes, and actually she wants to do an event in that green space next to her. Oh, store. that would be oh, so, so such a cool. So they have the cutest bikinis. Oh, so good. And she, awesome. she's so wonderful. So I love going into places like with my daughters, and yeah. I'm like, it's a girl. It's a girl. We've got some a weird <laughs> businesses too. Like we have a pet psychic. We do have a pet psychic. What? Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my we gosh. Do. Mildred have- would love to. Mildred is his cat. Mildred. We need to know. Shannon Spring. Is around. Mildred yeah. going to like tuck smack on you? To the pet I can't she even might. imagine. She doesn't need a psychic to do that, honestly. Her eyes say it all. Her eyes say it. <laughs> No, that would be an it's interesting a, episode. We do have Bye Bye Poo be a great also. Episode. It's a poop cleanup company, which oh if God. you have a dog, they'll come to your house to and animal, clean your yard. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we have a dog named Lollipop, Lollipop that has a series of books that's about to go on a book tour. Mm-hmm. Her mom's a dog trainer. She, we are, she, she actually a wrote a book about, about, about us. us. Yeah, she has one that has girl bosses in it. And we're this all is so fun. in the book. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's really cute. It's so Why? cool, but yeah. weird. We have a New York Times bestselling author of we Murder Mysteries. She's been yeah. in People Magazine. We have two of them. Jamie Hendricks mm-hmm. is her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the owner of Sip Shop Hooray is a girl boss. Yes. They're so, like, it's, it's so exciting because they find us and then when they request and put their business the same in there we're like yeah it's funny how like when I first asked that question you looked like almost you didn't know what to say but then you started and there are it's so deep there's so much going on I love that and with like how often are all of these people in the same room like do you like are you often doing like different events and things like all all the time we have at least two a week so yeah every week every week on every Tuesday and Friday we have an in-person totally free coffee networking that is like a basic structure like mm. Mm -hmm. and like so twice a week we have so usually Tuesdays it's what 40 50 women Mm -hmm. every week and then Fridays it's anywhere from like 60 70 to 100 Mm -hmm. every 
week. And we plan a curriculum for every meeting. Wow. We rotate between the three of us. What's Friday's yours? A good one. Oh, um, Katie Dickieson is doing. Um, can you we curse on this podcast? Yes. yes. Okay. I was gonna ask beforehand. I, I feel like I'm just stifling half my vocabulary. Back. Oh no, yeah, we put the e on it, so it's fine. Oh great. <laughs> um, it is basically like remember who the fuck you are. She's writing a book. She's yes. going through. Um, so she's brilliant. She's a scientist. She's so smart. She, she just got just, an autism diagnosis. She just got an oh autism diagnosis, and mm. she's um. A book comes out in November, and so she's building this around, like, remember who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. So her and I relate really well because we've been, like, we had, like, crap, crap lappy childhoods, and then, like, got through it, and now, like, trauma bond? I don't know if that's a real thing. Like, <laughs> it's a trauma bond. real thing. Um, so she has this, it's just, like, remember who the fuck you are and, like, what's driving you, but in, like, kind of a really awesome badass way she's versus like a lovey-dovey oh you're but beautiful she's so way. unapologetically <laughs> like katie you know it's she's really cool she's she just said do you see the post she's like i just bought an entirely hot pink wardrobe hot pink is back and i love it see she has like a costume closet full of like wild costumes oh, yeah. but then also has a dating app for nerds and then also studies soil yeah. on mars like <laughs> as a nerd <laughs> as like a rocket scientist like one of the coolest wow. multi-potentiate yeah. people that you ever she sounds like meet. my middle school aspiration <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a tornado chaser and I'm going to be an astronaut and I'm going to be a scientist and I'm going to be Except an archaeologist. She did it, right? and she like, did it. There's still like, time. I mean, there are much like to see you do at least half of that. Exactly. You got this. You got this. You got this. So at like at each gathering, is it, is it, is, do you kind of focus on uh, somebody else? Like is, does somebody else kind of take the lead each time it or it is depends. it just? Yeah, it depends. Well, like the last one on Tuesday, I talked about play as productivity and we, I brought like toys and we made a bingo board because incorporating play is good for your nervous system and that kind of stuff. Kimberly did one where it was a panel of, of marketing individuals and they could ask questions. So it depends. We try to elevate the voices of our members because that's a perk for the paid members, but we also have our own wheelhouses of expertise and facilitation that we feel strongly about and using how you too. Want, yeah. yeah. So it just sort of depends. It's definitely, yeah, definitely a big mix. I think we kind of do like maybe like a 40, 60 of like us being in charge and we're always, um, well, like studying what happens, what works. Like I'm like the crazy person who's like, Oh, five people are on their phones. Okay. <laughs> time to, time to move that <laughs> on. Work, yep. Did but, I just see a yawn? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no. Yep. And it's so crazy because sometimes the things like I'm like, I'll be like, all right, girls, like I'm just, I'm, going a little off the chain today like just roll with me we're gonna see how it works and we just start to share stories and it works like crazy Mm -hmm. but I we really have been trying in the last like four or five months to start to really highlight other people speaking um which is kind of weird for us as leaders because anybody that's ever commanded a room it is not easy one Mm -mm. speaking in a room of 7,200 people and these women like they like you know like this is so weird. Like some on a Zoom call, half people aren't even paying attention. So yeah. It's like it takes a little pressure off here. They're all like hanging on your every word. Yeah. So like, it's kind of a weird balance because we know how to read the room and pivot. And then we want to also give the mic literally over to other people to one, give them experience public speaking and let everybody experience their brilliantness. Brilliantness? Brilliant. Brilliant. Br- <laughs> <laughs> It's like extra brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) She's brilliant. Um, So like 
teaching them how, like ways to public speak. And it's so funny because we do it so often that I don't even think about hosting coffee as public speaking. But mm-hmm. then when we give like Katie, like just did like this whole reel about I got my first public speaking gig. And I was like, I saw that. I'm like, we're still speaking. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's coffee. But I think that's really elevated the members themselves. Again, it's a perk. Like we want people that are putting money into our business Mm -hmm. and this community to get back visibility. And that's one of most business owners. That's one thing that they all want Mm -hmm. that they don't, they don't really necessarily know what that entails. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. It's true. And people find their voice, I think too, when they, Mm -hmm. when they start doing these kinds of things, we have one person who you can sponsor a coffee, like at the beginning and kind of talk about your business. And she bought like six right in a row (laughs) and she's amazing, but she's never spoken in front of groups. And she said, well, at least not in this context with her new business. And she said that after the second or third, like what people were asking her, the kinds of interactions she had really helped her hone in on her message and what her why, her delivery mm-hmm. of things, which I thought was really cool. And so, I mean, I've been teaching for so long, like speaking in front of groups. I love it. I'm a ham. I was that kid that was like putting on yeah. shows and being like, I'm having a show, y'all. Come to my room. Um, so <laughs> it's humbling to hand over the mic, but it increases the the value in the community because mm. the constantly changing perspectives and wisdom is absolutely it's it's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, the more we can elevate our members, the more value we give to them, and then we get to learn too. So it's it's a lot of fun, and people they they love it. They love it. It's yeah, great and time. to have like a safe space to ask like the dumb questions, yeah. you know, like because yeah. so I mean I every time I think about a side quest business that I want to start, <laughs> I'm uh, you know you. You think, God, wouldn't it be great if I just you know made tacos for a living on a side, you know? But then you're like, this license, this, 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 and there's so much you have to to research. And knowing that there's like groups like yours out there where you can like other people have these problems. How do I LLC? How do I? Is it, <laughs> am I a sole proprietor? I don't like. How do you P and L? Yeah. <laughs> we get questions from like yesterday. Somebody asked, "How do I?" Do you take if I have a special offer and do I want to put it on my website and have a QR code to that or and then it ended up in this conversation about creating an opt-in page and why don't you collect their email address and and then we also have people that are already six and seven figure individuals that are just trying to gather you know product data information and it just depends it runs the gamut yeah um, you know and being an entrepreneurship group I think. Um, it's it's interesting to me because I think those who are in and it was it's validating to have Kimberly and and you know we have Jen Posick who's super successful mm-hmm. and to it we, we you get a lot of people who don't know how to run business because that's they come into the networking group with the assumption that that's what they're going to learn and the people that are already at that six and seven figure level it takes somebody almost to kind of pull them in and be like oh this is valuable for me because we're so different than building out your network mm-hmm. um, and I think that's that's if there's anything that sets us apart i think is that highly successful people that maybe don't need the this is how you business piece can still find friendship and still mm, find yeah. um you know connections that are valuable to the them. family exactly <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. that you wanted to do a taco truck because yeah. I had this dream. Like, so wait, I had this dream.
this dream of doing Waco Taco, walking tacos on like the side of like, like I would only be open Fridays and Saturdays downtown, like where all the people are. And like, you know, like walking tacos and like the Dorito bag. Yeah. That's what I thought. We have two flavors. Sam and I wildly, violently gestured at each other. We we were in, uh, we bring this up every week now. Did we talk about this already? We went to Austin. Well, no, but that's become our personality now. We go to one city together. Now we're like, this is what we're going to always talk about. (laughs) But you go like, one thing that we found that we loved was like, when you were out and out and about in the night, like there was a lot of places that sold tacos. Obviously that's like what they're known for there, but there were just like, Wrapped in foil, here you go. Like, like no not special even like, order. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. I was like, why? Why? I want to just grab a taco How somewhere. do I taco? How do I taco? <laughs> I was talking to one of the owners of Good Intentions, where I work. Um, she runs the Naw Dogs vegan hot dog mm-hmm. cart. I don't know if you yeah. know them. Um, she's amazing. Um, and I definitely uh, misrepresented her dogs on the last episode. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for that because I was just listening yesterday. Yeah, it's it's a now. So now I'm going to do it again. It's a Boston Terrier. Boston Terrier. I'm okay. going to stick with that. Um, <laughs> Maybe you should text her before you. Say anyway, that. I'm just saying. at this point, it's a running joke. Anyway, I was talking to her because like she has this hot dog cart, and she's like, even that is like a little harder than you think. Um, because we thought the same thing. We're like, oh, we're going to go park Naw Dogs outside of the Benz at midnight and everybody's going to want hot dogs. And they're like, no, everyone's on cocaine and doesn't want to eat. Like, <laughs> Crap. So now we're going to do uh, Shopapalooza. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, with that, one of my best examples of like walking in the group, like, hey, I want to do this. So one of my girlfriends just started and like isn't like the massive crazy process of starting a mobile bar. And so she's like, I, I bought, I bought a coach, which I love that idea. She's like, I'm doing it. I bought, I bought the bar and she's like, I bought a coach. I got this whole program. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I happen to know two women right now at the top of my head who are local and own mobile bars. Do you want me to introduce you to them? She's like, oh my God, you're so great. So like, and, and she would come to me like, hey, I think I need a lawyer. Is this person good? Yeah, she's great. Go to her. Mm-hmm. I need a photographer. Here's 15 that I know. Like, and Love it's, this. So mm-hmm. like, and that's such a very niche, unique business. But knowing that when you walk in, like think about like those luxury picnic companies. How many of those oh do we gosh. have? Six. I love six off the top of my head. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like we have Jenna, we have as we have Urza, we have Gretchen. We, yeah, we have at least six off the top of my head. Because the mobile bar business, that's another thing I've always thought about. Like I'm a bartender. I could just go privately and do this myself. Mm. And then again, I get in my head. I'm like, well, is that a license? Is that what? Do, well, they what don't do have their own liquor. Like, they don't. The, no, yeah. the, the clients provide the liquor, Correct. right? You do the oh, service. Correct. This is what have I'm, insurance. Yeah, you need the insurance. Yeah, and then, you know. And the experience is the, ex- the thing that yeah. you mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Now, I don't know if, because Keely has the tap, the, the piano mm-hmm. that with like beer in it. So that's a little A piano bit with beer in it. Yes. <laughs> what yeah. is happening? <laughs> From pet psychics to piano beer, I am here for she all of these has women. Like a popsicle trike that she can, you can oh, alcoholic popsicles or not, and she plays the cello. God. She's a classical cellist. <laughs> She's wild. It's amazing. So she can like I'm play so for your wedding and serve beer at the end. With it, so good. That's one of my favorite things in our network. Like we go to meetings. Yeah. If we're into a meeting and people are like, "I really need a connection to this," and we're like, "We have that." I also need a connection to this. Got that. We also have that. Like I feel bad. That is yeah. great, but that's so awesome, and that's probably why they're there to begin with. Yeah. Like that's yeah. so great that you have that network, and it's collaborative. Oh. 
people don't get bitchy and like, supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we have like estheticians that do events together. Like you mm-hmm. said, the mobile bar people will help each other out. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm overbooked. Do you want to take this person? They sit together at coffees and like <gasps> vibe on things. It's not. I love that. And the cool part of that is that we also then because. In being in this particular group, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it, the same thing happens to all of us. We get in like, oh, this is so amazing. I want to take all the meetings and do all the things. And the next thing you know, you have 20 coffee meetings with people. And it's mm-hmm. so awesome mm-hmm. and cool. And you're like, wait a minute. I didn't do anything in my business. <laughs> I'm in the red right now. Yeah. <laughs> but Revenue. I met. So like, it's cool to like also experience when you have that like here's how we've all been there like here's mm-hmm. how here's how we structure it this person's structure is different go talk to them and then also with people that are experienced giving away your your time and energy for free um that can be really frustrating sometimes so it's cool because we have those open conversations each week and in our thing like how does it feel when you or at what time like how when do you feel like you can give a little bit back or how much mm-hmm. do you give away for free and like mm. What are your boundaries, boundaries there? And I think those conversations are kind of what, like obviously getting help when you need it is really, really important. But those conversations really take that growth to the next level, like on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. I love what you said earlier about um, giving people the practice to speak. Because I think when, as much as like speaking is a part of who I am and my job, if I had to like get up in a boardroom and give a presentation on a PowerPoint, I don't know what I would do. That is one of my big fears. You would kill it. I can't. Would you I mean, like, like to come just, to a meeting and give a presentation? We'll make sure there's a PowerPoint. I right? watch like the people in our sales department get up and they're like snapping the PowerPoint and then talk. I've never had to do that probably since college. And I don't even know if I did it then. So I love that you're teaching girls to do that. <laughs> Maybe I'll come if we I ever get to that point. You'd probably be better at it than most people. Because yeah. I feel like the best people that do presentations are where they have like a bare bones slide with like one talking point. And then yeah. they just talk about that point and tell a story yeah. about it. And then go to their next bare bones slide. Oh, I know about that. Yeah. We also help people with workshops too, because mm. a lot of the individuals that will book Gosh. workshops, because it's a process, they file a form. We have an SOP for that. Um, they, Kimberly and I have extensive conversations with people and probably Taylor too, to be honest, yeah. about, I don't, I don't know if that topic is going to fly. So why don't we, why don't we unpack that? Mm. And like talking about like, what are the parts of a workshop? What, what is your actual goal? Is it applicable to entrepreneurs? And then going from there, can you articulate, you know, all of those, those things. So she walks them through the marketing process and, and I've walked them through like, this is a workshop. Here's how you do it. And that's something that they can take with them and monetize in other places too. So they can create content that they use in our group and then extend it out to, you know, other opportunities. So we try to make sure if they're doing something to benefit our members, it's also, it's not a waste of their time that they, you know, are creating something brand, brand new that they can use it again, the skills or the content or whatever. Um, and most yeah. of them do actually. Like yeah. I think, the ones that I know of, if they didn't already have that workshop that they performed, um, they went and took that workshop and made it into something else that they now sell. Yep. And it's really, it's an interesting thing because I think um, in the world of business, um, naively, <laughs> I see it so often. Um, we we have this like this weird illusion that if I'm, I want to do this thing, I'm going to post it once on Instagram and everybody's just going to sign up. They're going to give me all their money. I'm going to be a millionaire instantly. <laughs> like, they, like we just think like we have that, like I I've watched Field that. of Dreams and took it. Weekly. Oh no. <laughs> Oh my God. It's not shameful. Like everybody feels that me. way. It has, I've literally probably beaten it out of Sandy. Um, just because you do it does not mean they're going to. And but it's 
it's like, I think we all just like watched Field of Dreams and like took it to heart. Like if I build it, they will come. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Costner told me it. There was a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it. And yeah. So even in this group, they, they just, we think like there's a group of 5,000 women. People posting it every day. I can just make a thing, post in it once, sold out. And like, so it's kind of fun to like walk them through the, here are the best practices. Here's, um, here's what's worked best in the past. Here's other things you can do because you're actually like unintentionally developing their sales skills. So like, Mm -hmm. I, I can't, there was a few times when we were like, okay, so like one of the best practices to sell out, here's, here's a pattern of sales for workshops or like pattern of sales. I'm like, pattern yeah. of sales <laughs> these <laughs> like are the ones that sold well every workshop like in the beginning you're gonna get a, like a decent push then it's gonna trickle and you're gonna come in randomly and then at the very end everybody's gonna go for it so you cannot judge anything like what literally what? the day before like and then also like here's if you want people anybody that said interested like you go dm them exactly. mm-hmm. and start a conversation with back them. to the dms yeah. it all comes you can build anything on instagram yeah, yeah. done done and, and like it builds their skill sets without even knowing that they're building their skill sets and one of the things because we have a packet that we send them that literally is like visibility is key <laughs> here are some ways you can be visible but the thing is like because at the end when we review the process with them or amongst ourselves the the people that have actually gone through the process right gone into the dms went and made sure they posted in the group came to coffees and talked about their event they see you know the the correlation between that and then they, then they begin to see those activities as revenue generating activities versus I made a thing. It should make money. Like, no, like, <laughs> that's cool. But back to my business, I started a couple years ago that didn't make money. So it's, it's really, you know, I think people don't realize how much work we put in behind the scenes to make sure that things we put in front of our group are high quality and that the things that we hand to other people to, to elevate them, mm. all the work that's been put in to make sure they're learning to do the same things, or if we need to support them, that we really can. Um, Cause that's a lot of the work. Like people only see the surface of, yeah. what, you know, when you, I mean, even with a podcast, like yeah. we're sitting here talking, but I know this is the easy part, right? Yeah. <laughs> the easy part. yeah. Yes. So it's fun and it's rewarding and we get to meet all kinds of folks, but we put a lot of blood, sweat and tears. And there's a lot of personal growth that takes place in that working with different personalities and honoring the growth that comes with that and saying yes you're right about that thing I should be doing better and let me own that let me communicate better let me do this better because it's like we we have a baby together you know and Mm. really want to make sure that it's it's raised well so there's all of these different aspects and the more people that come in the more people that we learn the more we need to evolve our process the more it shows us you know our our strengths and our areas of opportunity so there's there's so many pieces to that that are so profound you know some of your your goals for the group i mean you're at this point now what would be the what would be the next big thing you would want to do gosh that's you a can say question. it it's okay i know you have a leave a, like a laundry list of goals i really do that i have slowly been <laughs> squashing are we, are we going united states girl bosses oh for sure <laughs> yeah. for sure no and I, I have to i want to i would need to give my girl props because kimberly's really great at being like you have a thousand ideas and they're all good which boat are we rowing? And I've taken that to a a mantra in the past year, Mm. like, okay, which boat are we rowing? And I help clients with that question too. So like, what's the lowest hanging fruit or what seems most reasonable? So 
well, we have um, an affinity group that we're trying to nurture that is for black women, black girl boss. So that's something that we're doing like DEI trainings and leadership trainings ourselves to make sure that we're leading and growing well that. And we also have started talking about doing an advisory board and bringing in, and that's not set in stone for who's going to be part of it, but just to bring in other areas of expertise for growth, because what we'd like to do is obviously expand into chapters, because we have a lot of people in other areas, Orlando, Tennessee, Mm. New Jersey, Ohio, Texas, that would like to see groups like this. Um, But until we have a solid set of standard procedures, a solid backbone that we can pass on to somebody else. A book you can hand them. (laughs) That's where we'd like to go. I would love to see... I want to expand the directory so it can be local and then national and we can run ads to a, you know, female owned business directory that has endorsements for veteran owned, LGBTQ owned, black owned, all of that. Um, and, and create an app essentially that connects people and they can access content and things for female business owners. Yeah. So, yeah. So we have to move our business structure over to like, you know, C Corp and and do some different things to bring in shareholders. And I bet you know somebody who knows how to build apps. In fact, I do. In fact, I do. It is a gentleman now, but yeah, in fact, I do. And yeah. Kimberly does also. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of brilliant people that we know in our outside networks too that we could bring in for advisory that just love our mission yeah. um, of supporting women-owned business. You know, it's, it is, it's interesting because women, we do, sorry, I know you're a guy, but when we show up into the the world of business, you know, women are at a disadvantage and women of color are at an extreme disadvantage and access to resources, access to being in the rooms where big conversations are happening. Um, it's super interesting. We were looking at, I have a friend that I'm doing is she's a business partner for another business. And we're looking at like her wellness center and there's a, uh, a large gym that I won't say, but a luxury gym moving into the area. And she sent me a snapshot, like a picture of the entire board that it's all old white men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But so there's this upward trajectory, I think, in spirit of women, but in, in the boardrooms and where doors are closed, we're still not part of the conversation. Yeah. And so organizations like this, where we show up and we're like, we got 5,000 people, motherfucker, and we're all behind her. So you need to listen. Yeah. Like that's where the, the power comes in the numbers, right? Whether or not there's money in those numbers, it's inconsequential. But, it's yeah. nice that there is, but it's, we now can provide a, community backing to these powerful business ideas that makes people take us and other women like us seriously. And if I, we can make that a huge thing, I'm bothering the mayor's wife is a girl boss, of course. So <laughs> we're, I've last year I told her, I'm like, how about next March? We'd have like girl, St. Pete girl boss day, like during national women's month. And they were yes. like, talk to us next year. So yeah, yes. just like, I mean, because we have other networking groups as part of our group too. So we could join with them, you know, and just, we're, we're here trying to make change, you know? So we would like to take over the world in short. <laughs> in short. I love it. We are cultivating superheroes. Exactly. I'm going to I'm gonna dump over. glitter out the back as the ship yes. takes off. And Who's driving the Barbie speedboat? <laughs> Can I take that job? Yes. You are Knuff, my friend. I'll be, I'll be Knuff. <laughs> you are Knuff. Or are you Alan? <laughs> I am. Alan kicked some serious ass. He did. He He's did. Ken's buddy. Yes. Did you see the original box? That's what it says. He's Ken's buddy. And, and all the it? clothes fit. I'm like, that sounds like me and my husband. Oh, I, I love know. it. Buddies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're buddies. This is my roommate. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, okay. I love it. I do want the tie-dye sweatshirt, though. The Kenoff. Oh, my gosh. I, I know. I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, Ugh. 
the amount of merch. The most <laughs> wrong people are going to order this thing. The most problematic fuckboys are going to be wearing this. I just know it. I know. There should be a questionnaire before they release the merch. Did you watch the movie? What were your takeaways? <laughs> Define feminism. Yeah. Okay. Do you own a mojo dojo? Casa <laughs> house. Oh we can design this questionnaire. I have to say, like, just on that movie briefly, I mean, good on Mattel for oh. really just going for it. Fully embracing uh-huh. it. I and, mean. and being so self-mocking of the panel of white men. Like, yes. And, like, really pushing that forward. I was like, good on Mattel for really just, oh. you know, going for the, going for the, what's the baseball? <laughs> I'm like going to the wall. I'm like, <laughs> that's ball. another thing. It's far. That way. Oh, I'm not the I only know, one. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we paired with the Rowdies and did a soccer game event. And um, how did you describe it the first time? It was so, do you think it were like, you said like, you know, like catching and like use your hand. <laughs> and, and it was like, you don't use your hands in soccer. It's like, that's right. Use that's, your feet. <laughs> Literally every other part of your body. <laughs> Partnership though with the Rowdies and the Rays, so yeah. yes, girl boss is taking over. We're pushing for the lightning. Sense. So if you're watching, if you're listening, lightning, lightning, um, come find us. Lightning. Greg, <laughs> Greg, if Greg you're listening, Greg Wolf was a past podcast guest. We're just, yeah, we're starting a network of just podcast guests. <laughs> and we Greg. speak to them through it. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Someone make a We tag noise. everybody when they come in here. I don't know if you know that, but yeah. <laughs> you can make it a buzz from us. So. I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Yes. We would love it. Oh. Actually, our goal for the raise next year is when we do a panel, I want Kimberly to be able to toss out the first pitch because yes. that's Oh my God, yes. Yes. So we want girl boss jerseys. And I was like, if we sell enough tickets, this it's one of her dreams. I think it would be amazing if she could well, toss out. Well, I know how this works. I was like, <laughs> how much money do we have to raise exactly. for whatever charity y'all want us to raise it for? For, um, to make this happen. They're like, that's the question I needed to hear. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're like, we got that number. We're good. I understand the assignment. <laughs> we will make that shit happen. Yes. We've got it. It's if there's anything that we have learned is that literally if we want to make that shit happen, it, it happens. Kind of like, so remember the, the crazy wildness of the hurricane relief that we did out of nowhere? Yes, that was good. That was a great example of, because like we've talked a lot about business and all of that, but we also give a lot back to the community, or at least we try to, and I, there's so much more we could do. But like, sometimes things just come out of nowhere. Oh, and a hurricane can do that. It did it. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah. We had a constant stream of girl bosses actually going there in their vehicles, Kimberly wow. included, because we established a, like, we turned it around pretty quickly. We had a center at Ovation School for the Arts that had volunteers processing intake. We had a live forum on our social media, and people could drop off materials, donate money. And then we actually had a PR specialist, Ursula, um, was in contact with some of the centers and, and individuals in the neighborhoods down there and they just let us know what they needed. Like you guys delivered bedding, water, washers, dryers yeah. directly to mm-hmm. homes in the impacted areas. Wow. They just showed up and were like, here's it the was, thing. We would have people like message, like my, my sister's there. They don't have gas. They need like, give me a list, give me an address. Yep. And then the next day, like we had people like my great aunt, nobody can hear from her. Like we had somebody like go knock on great aunt's door. That's like, incredible. Take a selfie. Wow. That makes like, sure she's good. Yeah. It was Amazing. really, really cool to see that. Cause it came out, it literally came out of nowhere. Like literally I, we were driving down anyway the next day. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like, we had this crazy telegram chat of members so like the worst group chat ever it was so so terrible but I was like hey like we're going down like we already have half a truck loaded but here's what we're looking for like there's a family that lost everything um so can I meet people like and like people we filled up a whole truck like wow I want to say two hours they all met us in the same place dropped off food water supplies we drove it down like it was just that that was in less than a day it was how quickly they just wanted to help each other it's, it's been incredible. We've done, um, and, and Kara turned her school oh, into yeah. a warehouse. She's, like it was fully staffed. It was crazy. We've done meals with Ronald McDonald house. Uh-huh. We've done, um, just anytime we can get our hands in service, we try to do that. One of the things that I, like when you teach school, you have opportunities because you can make your kids do the things. You're like, I love this thing. Let's get 20 middle school kids and have a project. <laughs> Turns out in real life, that's not really a thing, right? Or let's all dress up and go somewhere. You're 14, let's go. Um, and so in real life, there's not those opportunities. So we make them. Like we're doing like a ball gown happy hour this month. We're going to have thrift store ball gown happy hour. And we've done, like for Pride, we had a Pride float and went crazy and like, oh my God, that was so fun. Oh, we we didn't have that. a big enough flatbed to get like uh, the like as grand as we wanted to because we wanted to donate at least $10,000 to Pride, so we did. But they decorated the, the um, flatbed to look like a backyard with like flamingos and like a fence and it had like lawn oh, furniture on it. It was a blast. God. We had so much fun. But that's like people come to us because they care about things yeah. and because they care about the community because they want to do something crazy or we do. Usually it's us. <laughs> and we just say, okay, who wants to do X, Y, Z? And people are like, me, I want to. Yeah. So I love that we can provide people an outlet from like the the mundane world that adulthood can be. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, I want to do a thing. I don't know how. So we provide an outlet for that just in whatever way that we can. That's oh. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I a, love it's a it. fun place. Yeah. In that weirdness, I want to say that this group and my involvement in it is the sole reason why as an adult, I have tutus and tiaras. <laughs> and had to have, you I mean, I'd never in my adult life thought like I could <laughs> own a tiara and then had the crisis of like, where do I store my tiara? <laughs> Yes. Next to one? my baseball hats or like uh, or my I, like my fishing waders. Like somewhere in the middle. What about your dinosaur mask you got out of the vending machine <laughs> oh, last time yeah. we were oh, at Hawthorne Bottle Shop. Oh my dinosaur mask. but it's it brings out if you let it, like the best in you. Cause like I went through this. Um, when you first walk into the itch and you see so much brilliance, even if you got your life together pretty well, you're like, Ugh. like everybody's doing all the things. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not doing any of those things, and you like sink back a little bit. But like just naturally, they bring you back out, and like it brings out things in you, like even silly things. Like I used to like to dress like a crab fisherman because <laughs> like. Why, Why not? not? I mean, like, yeah. Not like full blown, but like, you know, tank top and cut off shorts and these same flip flops I wear everywhere was like what I wore. And then just like, I was oh, expecting wait. like the <laughs> yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and the way like, like, <laughs> like a whaler, like Moby Dick, like, <laughs> like the Morton Salt. Girl. I went to the Salt Girl. I went to the Salt Girl. Morton Salt Girl. I think I use that reference because I used to go to coffee and like a sun shirt that was like patterned with like a hood, like and like I looked like I was going fishing. Like I probably was. I think the first real I posted of you, you were dressed like yeah, a I was dressed. Like, oh I, my like, god! Present. I remember my first time presenting to the group. I was going mudding that same day so i literally was wearing like mudding waders like, <laughs> mudding is when you drive a truck through mud on oh purpose. on purpose on purpose 
Max lived in New York for 15 years. I think he missed the mudding so era of Florida. I missed miss that part. It's a good era. It's a whole but like, but I, and I would go. That's yeah. what I wore. And now I like, oh, I, I own two, three, four closets full of clothes that I probably should pull back out. And like, it just, yes. it elevates you in different ways. Yeah. Whatever you need it to that. elevate, it's exactly. there. And you can embrace like, going back to that play as productivity there's so much in terms of the playfulness and in terms of like there's we expect to be able to just produce and be creative because capitalism right but that's not what generates income and magic right going and just sitting and doing the fucking thing is not where it comes from right Mm -hmm. so if you want to be inspired if you want to create if you want to elevate yourself to the authentic piece that you bring to the world uniquely you have to get out of there you got to play you got to connect to people you've got to you have to do that and so it's really hard as an adult to make friends too you're like oh my gosh very be my friend like i don't know that's that's actually how i met miguel by the way i was at st pete at the good burger awards and he was on stage and i was like when you're done i want to get your number literally said that to him that's my deal like is this really weird but I feel like we should be like real life friends. Is that okay? <laughs> Here's my number. Will you text me? Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> you have to shoot your shot. You do. Yeah. You Every to. time. Yeah. And I'm so proud that we have the context of doing that. We've actually been talking about like, we're so comfortable with our network coming to us that we have been lax at going out into other places mm-hmm. and meeting mm-hmm. and expanding our networks. And there's so many beautiful networking groups. Like you just spoke at that um, Amanda and Jacqueline or Jocelyn. Yeah. Their marketing thing. Yeah. And you went to Action Coach Tampa. Tampa Bay's thing, mm-hmm. which they're fabulous. And then uh, Working Women of Tampa Bay, Jessica Ravelli is is one of us. And um, Jack, Jackie McRae, have you met her? Um, no. Oh, okay. Well, it's the Tampa Bay Women's Professional no. Networking Group. She's like oh. a mastermind. Her ADHD is worse than mine, which is say like she's amazing. At, but her network is formidable. It's like 6,000 people. Wow. So when we bring all of these people together and we start to go out there and, you know, mm-hmm. it's really interesting then what come when we get out of our comfort zone too, to be able to create a better experience for our members in our own businesses, coaches and educators and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's just, it's just incredible. fun. Oh. It's, oh, yeah. guys so much for being here it's just it every time I talk to you I feel like I leave so inspired and like wanting to do all of the things and it's just so cool to listen to all of the wonderful women you've brought together in St. Pete and and it's because of you guys so So thank you welcome thank you for having us absolutely anytime well, you need to come to some meetings. And we'll just yes, and, and I need to Done. find the piano with the beer coming out of it. Yes. <laughs> Keely Worley will connect you. She's fabulous. So thanks so much for taking yes. the time to hang out with us today. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see, see you, you next week. week.